I massed almost three hundred waterweights of hardened muscle and bone. With shield, armor, hammer, and sword, I was far heavier. I had trained since childhood, holding blade, hammer, axe, and lance. I have ridden hundreds of horses. I have slept and leapt and tumbled in more armor than most men have seen in a lifetime. Every day, every single day, had led from birth to this one moment where I unleashed every fiber of my being as a steel-skinned engine of destruction. I roared like an animal as the Pashites scrambled to get footing, the dead and dying writhing underneath them. I pounced. The sword is a noble weapon, with a long history. In comparison, the hammer is brutish, ugly, but supremely effective. It crashed into mail, shattering bone. It smashed into plate, deforming and mangling limbs. The wicked raven's beak on the back punctured thick helmets and hooked shields. The top spike split open metal like the business end of a spear. In my hands, it did all of this and more. My mind went blank and my heavy, tired limbs felt far away as the fires of my righteous fury burned like dragon's blood. I was filled with the power of death, and my touch brought it to all enemies within reach. A dozen footmen fell, gambesons rent with the power of my blows, when two heavily armored knights came forward. I hooked the shield of the first and pulled him into the second, kicking forward viciously. My hammer slammed into the faceplate of the first as I stood on the back of the second. More soldiers staggered into my hammer, flung backwards as my private island struggled uselessly against the torrent of excrement-filled bloody mud that flooded his helmet and suffocated him. By then I was a dozen steps and half a dozen men along, thrashing about like a monster. A footman grabbed my shield and tried to pry it away from my body, exposing me to a deadly thrust, but a mighty heave pulled him back. I used him to absorb the strike, as I killed his kinsman with a blow to the shoulder that turned his bones to shattered glass. I was coming out of the bloody morass churned into a froth by the feet of thousands of dead men. I was facing fresh troops and should have died, but no matter how their sergeants and captains called for them to charge, my endless roars, my blood-soaked armor, my flying dragoon beard, and clattering warlocks struck a deeper fear than any whip could manage. And though some stood, they died and though many broke, they died. This was my home, my land, and it filled me with the zeal of the truly mad. Trumpets blasted brassily against the clouds, and the crowds parted some dropping spears and fleeing outright, yet it was the terrible rumble in the ground that alerted me to the coming gallants. Two lines of five armored horsemen rode the largest natural-born equine mounts of all creation. They came at a full gallop, determined to stomp out my ember of resistance under the doleful eyes of their emperor. But I wasn't done. 
Their plan began to crumble the instant they entered the battle lines, the central three of the first line slurring, horses behind crowding those in front, forcing the knights to raise their lances out of the combat. The horses on either flank sought to spread out to catch me fleeing, and ground their own soldiers under their hooves, tripping the horses and breaking the line. They lowered their lances, but only the center could take clear aim. The two on either side could not, for fear of clipping the ground and turning them all into a broken, screaming, tangled heap of horses and men. For my part, I had only one course, only one path set to me by my king. It lay through them.